0: Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the, on the face of the earth. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball.
1: America has ruled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball mark the time no. i said none yet go ahead and tell me who's on first what's on second i don't know is on third you know the guy's no. names in the baseball team yes. well go ahead who's on first yes i mean the guy's name who the guy playing first who the guy playing first base who the guy <laughs> on first base who is on first Why are you asking me for i don't know hello everyone and welcome to from the cheap seats your favorite podcast for frank unapologetic and shamelessly opinionated Washington National News outside the press box, the dugout, and the very informative stadium urinals. My name is Thad Helsley, and I'm here with future team owner... Cassia. And our artificial intelligence guest host... Bernice. (laughs) Okay, we're ready for another slam-pack episode, Cassia and Bernice. Um, And of course, we need to start with the most... Critical thing that happened last week that had the most profound effect on baseball ever, and that was the Washington Nationals mascot Screech's birthday, which was celebrated uh, yesterday on Sunday. <laughs> Do you have? <laughs> yes. And I don't know, not I don't
0: um, know how much you
2: you love that Screech. shit's
0: for children. I really don't have anything to say.
2: I have to entirely agree with Kasha, which is a rarity because she is mostly a moron. There's the nothing whole... to say about Screech. Screech is it's one for of the kids. most
1: important characters in No, may it's... I
2: politely interject here? Screech is a fictional character, apparently representing a bald eagle. In reality, he or she is merely an exploited minimum wage worker inside a poorly designed costume. Probably a struggling college student or an undocumented person who is willing to humiliate himself for almost no money. And why do you United States people insist on using a bald eagle as a national symbol? The eagle is in the D family of birds. So is the vulture. It is a ruthless scavenger and bird of prey. In your fictional media, vultures cannibalize dying humans trapped in desolate places, which is factual. Should your small children also dance with a person dressed in a vulture costume?
1: So that was one quick bunt. So, uh, but I wanted to talk about one of the other interesting tidbits of the week was they brought up um, 19-year-old Carter Key Boom uh, from the Fresno affiliate. And in his first major league, he'd been in the minor leagues. He was a first-round draft pick. A uh, year and a half ago, but he's been he's been working in the Marlins. He gets his first he gets an HR on his first MLB at bat. Kind of a Cinderella story, and it also was an important point in the game. It, it, it uh, tied up the game.
0: Cinderella married a prince, which is more of a long term sort of situation. He got one home run, so it's a good story. But he hasn't done that well since then. So I I don't know.
1: Anyways, that very same game, which incidentally we lost, Carter did have a chance to become very famous uh, because the bases were loaded in the bottom of the ninth, and uh, we were just one behind. So all he had to do was to do a line drive or a grounder or something like that, and he could have uh, put himself in the history books, but he just struck
2: out. I don't know if the young Carter Kaibum can play baseball, but he is pretty cute. I'd fuck him.
1: So the other thing was that, so the uh, the Nationals then have this, they're calling them the under-21 club, which is um, Soto, Robles, and Carter Keboom. Um I like to call them the soft happy hour club. They're basically propping this team's uh, offense and defense up. And uh, in that same, in the uh, April twenty eighth game, the game um, that we actually won yesterday, all three of them HR'd, which is the only time three people twenty one or younger ever HR'd in the same game and on the same team in the one hundred seventy three history of baseball.
2: Cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of cool, isn't it?
0: I don't know. Baseball no? people really like random stats of things that sound impressive. I don't, I don't, great, aren't, wonderful. Aren't,
1: I thought we were baseball people. We have a podcast. I'm not yeah. a typical baseball person.
0: <laughs> well, there's only three of them.
1: But I mean, the average age is like late 20s on our team. So these guys are, you know, they're kids compared to, you know, someone like Matt Scherzer who's what, 34, 35, walks in and sees a 19-year-old kid. <sighs> That's kind of weird.
0: But that's not, I mean, the jobs are like that.
1: Okay. So, uh, another important thing that occurred in the game on April 26th, Max Scherzer, mad Max Scherzer, crossed a very important milestone 250 hundred strikeouts, career strikeouts, something only 35 other pitchers have accomplished. In the history of professional baseball. Now, it was too bad that that you know ultimately we lost the game and the bullpen threw him under the bus. But you know he he had this beautiful lead and everything else. But still, that's something that uh, occurs very rarely and shows that this you know just reinforces the fact that this guy is going to the Hall of Fame no matter what.
0: Well, yeah, we already knew that, but I don't I don't think he cares. He at this point he wants to win a World Series.
1: Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right about that. He
0: would, he would, oh my God, he's the most crazy person on that entire team. He's probably one of the most crazy people in the world. <laughs> okay. You can just see it in his eyes.
1: Craziest person in the world. Okay, uh, another quick bunt for the week. Uh, Philly fans got a taste of the real Bryce Harper as he gets into a very heated argument with the home base umpire. And teammates had to restrain him. Uh, Here's the clip. And
2: Bryce Harper's going to come out and try and pull away. Maybe it was Harper who got got thrown thrown out. out. Harper still stewing about the third strike call on him earlier in the inning. And so perhaps, and it certainly would appear to be the case, it was Harper who got ejected from the dugout. And uh, Cowper may just go with him. Because he is still pointing and being very demonstrative. Well,
1: he's going to have to defend his uh, his players. So Bryce
2: Harper heads toward the tunnel, and he appears to be done for the night.
1: Okay, so uh, what do you think about that, guys? Yeah, it looks like uh, he hasn't changed his tune that much, even though his well, bank account expanded. no one ever expanded. said
0: he would change his tune. No one expected him to change his tune. This is Bryce Harper. Yeah. The one and only, he'll always be the same spoil brat that he has always been.
2: May I, with respect, interject some facts on Mr. Bryce Aaron Marks Harper, age 26. Mr. Harper is a lifelong practicing Mormon and don't get me started on that fucked up religion shit. He has sworn fealty against violence in all non-declared national war situations. Despite his sworn oath, he has recorded more fights, game ejections, and conflicts with both opponents and teammates than any MLB player in the post-World War II period. Case in point Harper is hit by a wild pitch on Memorial Day in 2017. He apparently attempts to kill the pitcher, Hunter Strickland, in this melee.
1: Whoa! History! And Bryce Harper wants a piece of Hunter Strickland! Here they go! Strickland lands a punch! Harper lands a punch!
2: Bench is empty! It takes the entire Nationals dugout, managers, and security to pull him off his murderous objective.
1: Uh, I think you probably there's something to that. I think there's something to that. Yeah, No is. question. Let's talk about the series with San Diego that took place this weekend. Now, we already touched upon a couple of things like Carter Keboom and Max Scherzer crossed a big threshold. But it was just very, very dramatic because we... Uh, lost the first game b- almost respectably we only lost by one um, but then the second game we were clobbered it looked like we um, at least were competitive but then of course we get to the dun dun da, dun, dun 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 the bullpen <laughs> And, and then everything goes in the toilet, and we end up losing uh, uh, three to eight. So it's, it's more dramatic than a Disneyland roller coaster. So here is Davey on Saturday night uh, after what turned out to be our worst loss of the entire season so far. We, you know, we got a problem in our bullpen, and we got to fix it. But like I said, it, it, it's going to take more than two or three guys in that bullpen to step up. It really is. You know, today we saw Joe come in and do, do a great job. Duke comes in, does what Doolittle does. Uh, Suero, who's been pretty good, um, just couldn't get it done today. But all these guys, we need all these guys. If we're going to win consistently, we need all those guys to pitch well in the bullpen. And I just want them to go out there and pitch with conviction. You know, know who you are, throw the pitches you need to throw with conviction, and whatever I happens. It the without conviction pitch.
2: All right. I think I'm going to throw up now.
1: Okay, Cassia, there you have it. We have to pitch with conviction. We have to say mindless platitudes over and over and over again.
0: He didn't even say that with conviction. <laughs> he didn't like even say Davey, conviction. With conviction. Davey, yeah, like Davey has no conviction. He's one of the most mediocre managers in baseball. I mean, he, no, yeah. wait a minute. We he's did say
1: that we would let him walk our dog, Well yeah, or babysit sure, for us.
0: Sure, fine. I'd let a coke addict walk my dog. You know? <laughs> like it's not that hard. Uh, yeah, Davey Davy never impresses in the in the press conference. So he he's probably responsible for a lot of our team's general
2: malaise
1: uh i just felt the word malaise percolating up from beneath the realm
0: <gasps> well i'm glad that so
1: so it, 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 but here's the thing so you so you have that terrible terrible game everybody's wringing their hands um nobody really confronts him in the press conference they just throw him softballs and marshmallows That's because
0: when someone's like on the verge of breaking down people they're just like Oh, my God. What,
1: they thought like they were just like he was on suicide watch or something?
0: Probably, yeah. Like they, they probably like, got took to l- Windows' ML. office,
1: made sure there were no letter Lasers. openers that he could cut his throat with. <laughs> yeah,
0: probably. Probably. But then
1: the next day comes and all of a sudden um, the bullpen is pitching and it does go into extra innings. It it is a it is a grind, but uh, it, we win with a walk off homer, and it's almost like everything is forgiven. No, N- no,
0: no. Because I have a theory forgiven.
1: that I was going to share if you wanted to hear it, but maybe you have a theory.
0: I don't have a theory. I just want to say one thing before yeah. you go go to your theory, <laughs> which is that I don't like a oh, bad loss is bad for morale. But I'm thinking most people probably just turn off their television and they're like, whatever, this sucks, I'm not watching this game anymore. And then they move on. It's only the team. That, and probably the team checks out, too. They're like, whatever. So I don't, you know, a loss is a loss. It counts the same against you. Right. So It doesn't matter how good or bad a win was or a loss was. It just matters whether you won or lost. Right. So it, it's not that big a deal to have a horrible loss, necessarily. Okay. Unless you let it affect you going forward,
1: but you know this roller coaster ride of emotion with being <laughs> the the same, the exact same people. These are the people that you know were supposed to be World Series favorites. Blah 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 blah. During spring training, uh, now we're in fourth place. No, no, we're not talking about place. spring
0: training anymore. No, no,
1: no. I'm just I'm just referring to that as a as a benchmark in, in everything's
0: the going great during spring training. <laughs>
1: Right, right. But there were objective uh, sports writers and other people that were saying... No?
0: There are no objective sports writers.
1: Okay. What I'm saying, though, I'm talking about the fans here. I'm saying that basically this is an abusive boyfriend-husband relationship. Like, they will humiliate us. They will beat us up. They will take us down. And then they come back after two games and go, oh, honey, I still like you. I'm really sorry. No, no, I'm going to be good now. I promise from now on I'm going to be good. And then we go down again. Let's see, what are we we're well, we losing this game? were <laughs> we've got in the background. So what do you think? That's is, your is theory? It one of those? That's my theory
0: that's all sports. that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing, okay. It's not just our team, and everyone you know, if you listen to the the radio, uh-huh. the fan, you listen to those people, those people are full of shit they They want to create this idea like oh, Washington sports, oh my God, we're the most persecuted people, like I'm just saying they act like they're this persecuted miserable people that are just like destined for greatness but somehow it never works out and people are always getting in the way it's just a persecution complex that i don't i'm not on board with also because i don't care about other sports right but um that's just all sports and that's every team ever
1: you're saying every team is abusive yeah in this market or all markets
0: all teams Anywhere, all sports. Anywhere that in America, is what it you're is. You're saying
1: cricket, and even, England, even and- even the
0: best teams, even the greatest teams, they still have tons of losses. They still have shitty years. Think of the Cubs or whatever. They have so many shitty years, and then people get happy. It's just that's it's the drama of this whole thing.
1: Hmm. hmm.
0: It's like an Adele album.
1: But you know, and then there's the. It's Adele
0: for jocks. <laughs>
1: What is that song that you're referencing? The Adele song?
0: I'm not just referencing But one, I thought a lot of her songs thing. were
1: about the boyfriends that she didn't like.
0: That's what I mean.
1: Oh, okay. So but it's are like, they Adele but or have are have we Adele? Like
0: Adele is just um, describing the situation. I'm going to have
1: to buy a clip of the Adele song. You'll have to tell me which one.
0: I, it's not one particular thing. You it's know what I mean? Just pop music. <laughs> just that kind of thing. You brought up the relationship.
1: No, I did. I did. I did. Analogy. I did, but you know, and then everybody is quick to say, even while all these people are calling for Davy's head, at least they were on Saturday night and Sunday morning, and then Sunday, all of a sudden, he's he's the most brilliant manager on the planet. But um,
0: no one's saying that.
1: Okay, maybe not. That's not
0: no one. That's not (laughs) happening.
1: They didn't exactly carry him down half street on their shoulders, but uh, uh,
0: Davy's gonna go at the end of this season. There's no question he's gonna go at the end of this season.
1: Really? What if? What if he pulls it out of the hat?
0: Because he's not gonna pull it out of the hat. Uh,
1: a lot of people have, have mentioned that Dusty's first season here was a lot like this one. The bullpen was totally fucked up. Not his fault because I Mike know, Rizzo I know, no, 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 had bought the bullpen.
0: But we're not in a first season. We're in the second season. So the second season well, it matters cool. more because that's when your contract comes up. And also the learners don't give a fuck. It's World Series or nothing. And he came on and his first thing was in his first interview. He's like, we're going to win the World Series. That's what I want to do.
1: Yeah, well, that's what Dusty was engaged in. and He didn't even get it. Well,
0: no, I don't think Dusty ever came out and said that. That was Davey's one thing that he did. And everyone's was like, that was I, I really respect employer. that. Yeah, because he had to say it because that yeah. was basically his job was to bullshit.
1: So that's it for this episode, everyone. I just want our listeners to know that we are now available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. As well as many of your favorite player apps.
0: And CastBox, which is what I use.
1: Oh, it did pop up there? Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. And uh, please follow us on Twitter at The Cheap Seats. And you can reach us by email at thecheapseatsdc at gmail.com. That's thecheapseatsdc at gmail.com. We will take every email and we'll try to answer it here on the air. And you'll be entered into a drawing for an incredible From the Cheap Seats (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. See you next time on From the Cheap Seats.